0: Australia's favourite American comedian, Arj Barker, coming to Perth, playing at the Regal Theatre right here in Subiaco on March 10th and the 11th with his show, The Best of Arj Barker, Power Hour. And he joins us now. Arj Barker, welcome to the Rush Hour.
1: Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, Arj. Rush Hour. You're, uh, you're coming back to Perth. I know you've done a few shows here in the past. How do you find our Perth audience? Well, I've done more than a few. In fact, I've probably, probably been coming
2: out to Perth to do shows for almost 20 years now Wow. and I've, I've loved it and it's always brought me back and it's a little further trip generally than some other cities but <laughs> yeah.
1: you could call us another country over here well worth it <laughs>
0: yeah it is well worth it um you've been in Australia now for what longer than America would it be how long have you been living in Australia
2: I've actually been in Australia longer than America has been a nation
1: <laughs> Actually, so quite a long time. Um, As the Aussie, I'm a time traveler.
2: But no, I've been coming around a lot, and so, you know, it's it's been a, a total adventure for me since the first time I came out here. I just loved it, and felt a connection with the audiences, and I just kept coming back and coming back and coming back, and here we are today. Yeah, I can't get enough. And uh, it's your fault. I mean, everyone's been so nice, and <laughs> yes. the audiences have been receptive, and people come to my shows. <laughs> And so, really, if you don't want me to come back, then uh, you're not you're not uh not doing the right thing because I I just keep having fun. I'm down here at the Adelaide Festival at the moment. Yep, and the crowds are rocking down here, and then I'll make my way out there.
0: Was it just like Aussie crowd were just giving you way more laughs than the Americans? So you thought I may as well just live there? <laughs> no,
2: well it's not so much true because in, in the states the audiences have been awesome too. Yeah, it's just that I go, you know, I go back and forth still, and I actually have um place place to live in both countries at the moment so um yeah i've just been uh very blessed this is i do consider australia home now too so um yeah i'm very very uh fortunate you and know because in case something goes wrong in one country you know i'll just you know, just
1: sneak over to the other one. Yeah, really Something good. settle down. As long as your visa's working, mate, you can stay <laughs> yeah. here. Hey, um, I've always wondered as well, when you're on stage and, and things aren't going well for you, harsh when you you feel like, mm, I'm not sure there's a few hecklers out there, have you got uh, a couple of little go-tos where you go back at the heckler?
2: No, not really because, to be honest, heckling's not really been an issue for me. Okay. Uh, you know, it's extraordinarily rare that someone heckles because I feel like if you show up, prepared and people come to my show and i i don't think i'm being immodest to say but people that have been to my show know that you know i'm pretty well prepared and i have joke after joke yeah. and i've worked hard on them and all they really need to do is sit back and enjoy and so when's the when's the time to heckle if everyone's having a good time yeah um it's just it's rare i mean it has happened but it's usually someone that just maybe you know possibly had a few too many drinks yeah. and just as a little excited. It's so, the amount of time someone's trying to, you know, upstage you or cause any sort of negative, um, interaction with you is so rare because that, that's, I don't know, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what it is about my, my humor. It doesn't seem like it really stokes that reaction. You know, yeah. like some comedians, they, they thrive on that. Mm. Yeah. I really like creating like a good vibe and like a sort of a, I want people to leave feeling like, more connected sure. with each other rather than oh you know you made fun of those guys you know they really, you know, they really had it coming <laughs> it's, you know it's sort of a you
0: know I don't know I don't really have a label for it but mm. trying to do something positive hey um flight of the concords still one of my all time favorite shows to date do you still sometimes get recognised more as like Dave from flight of the concords than you know Arj Barker the comedian.
2: Well, it depends if I'm wearing my bandana or not. That makes a big difference. So I actually retired the bandana mostly from normal wear after the show. When I first went to the audition, as Dave, I was wearing a bandana, which was part of my own personal sort of style choice back at that time. And the director said, James Bobin, the a legend, he said, uh, Hey, that's really funny. You should, wear that. <laughs> you should wear the bandana. So literally, Dave... Every time, if you haven't seen the show, that I play a guy called Dave, and he's a, literally has a bandana in every single scene, different colored yeah. bandana around his head, and uh, that became like part of his sort of thing. And so then after the show, I sort of, uh, you know, I didn't really want to look. I felt like if I wore the bandana, then I would look like I was kind of desperate to get recognized. Yeah. Did the guy take his costume off? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Anymore, <laughs> so like Emma's walking around in his ankle jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I don't wear it too often these days, but um, and as far as getting recognized, it, it, I guess it happens sometimes. But in Australia, more often people, uh, you know, come up and say, "Hey, I, I you know, want to, I really enjoy your stand-up." To be mm. honest, and then there's some Concord fans too, but um. You know, it's 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 nine again. It's one of those things. It's ninety nine point nine percent positive, so uh, it's never really any kind of issue.
1: (laughs) Hey, uh, obviously you're you know a funny guy, and when you were a kid, there must have been some moments where you were sort of cruising down the street and, or maybe having a chat with some of your other mates and going, "Wow, I'm just so much more funny than you. I might actually uh, do this for a living one day." (laughs) Well, you know, I did
2: get a reputation. To be the like the sort of funny one in my crew of yep. uh, the fellas, you know. Yeah. I'm still friends with all these guys too. I've kept all my friends. Awesome. All my close friends, I've kept and stay in touch with all through my life. So, I feel really fortunate that way.
0: Hey, um, you... I, I did
2: sort of have that reputation until I met this other crew from. You know, as you kind of grow up and you kind of expand out of your own suburb, yes. and you start yeah, to yeah. know People, in the, he was in the neighboring suburb, in front of the Seven Eleven, which is a classic out back in the day, and. My boys are like, yeah, Argent's, you know, he's hilarious. And they said, no, Doug, man, Doug's the shit, man. Doug's the funniest guy at <laughs> time. And then we actually had a, like, a, like, a sort of a standoff, a roast off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Kind of like, your mom was so fat, kind yeah. of thing, like
0: that. <laughs> like, Eminem Nightmare yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we were just
2: emulating <laughs> stuff we'd seen in movies and TV. So we didn't really, I mean, honestly, we're like seventh grade at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, we were trying to like burn each other and stuff and using probably some pretty healthy stuff, admittedly uh, looking back. But anyway, that was sort of a funny point. I, I don't really remember who was declared the winner, but Doug and I uh, became friends that day.
1: They're yeah, still yeah. friends. A mutual uh, respect it, between us. Is,
0: <laughs> is Doug a comedian as well, or has he gone on to Doug, other things? Doug's
2: not a comedian, but publicly credited Doug for uh, uh, suggesting I try stand-up comedy. And uh, out of all the people in my life, he was – you know, it was on. It was on TV a lot in the in the eighties. Like every yeah. night, like stand-up, 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 So popular. And then, and some point, Doug said, "Dude, you should. What are you doing? You should do that. You, you're putting those guys. Not that I am, or that I thought I was, but he was like, like encouraging me and pushing me, and like he got the idea in my head. And it took a while, but I eventually gave it a shot. And I never, never looked. Once at. I did it, it was instantly hooked. And I, awesome. that's what led led us to this moment right now, talking on the phone. But I have always been quite public to say that I do uh, credit Doug McCanning uh, <laughs> with helping me become a stand up or give it, or, you know, uh, he was uh, an important person in that
0: regard. Yeah, we love Doug. <laughs> hey, um, I mean, he's a little nuts. It <laughs> <but, laughs> makes sense. I do uh, give him credit for that. You're on so many uh, like Aussie shows like Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Thank God you're here. Rove, Spicks and Specs, the list goes on. Uh, was there any show in particular that stands out for you? Your favorite? Well,
2: Thank God you're here, which I don't think they're on. I don't – I mean, maybe they have a, a new season coming out, but I don't think they're on there anymore. But I did, I think, three of those. and That was always extra scary for me because they really don't tell you what you're going to do. Right. Yeah, okay. Some some shows are a little fake because like, you, you find out a little more than audience knows about of what's going to yeah. happen that you can accumulate extra your answers hilarious yeah yeah like, wow, that guy just came up with that but yeah you know, I'm riding all night <laughs> trying to come up with gags but with that show it was like honest like they just Improv. they put you in an outfit and you don't really know and you can try to guess no one will tell you anything yeah okay. out there and so that was actually uh, quite scary and quite intense but also among the more rewarding experiences
0: Hundred percent, because yeah, you know when you're you're funny or you're known to be funny, whether you're a comedian or whatever, people are like, "Oh, say something funny," and it's like, "Well, I can't think of a singular funny thing right now, but I'm sure if I had a little bit of time, I'd be able to come yeah. up with something yeah. funny." So something like walking into a scene in a costume, being thrown something at you, I can imagine. I, I I reckon I'd choke. I'd be like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." All of a sudden, I'm not funny anymore.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was intense and terrifying. And looking back, I feel like I rose to the occasion on two yeah, 100%. of my appearances. There was one that I was not overjoyed with. But um, look, I'll take two out of three. You know, I'll take it.
1: That's a good result. Is there expectation on you to be funny? Like with your mate? Well, there is, but see, expectations aren't
2: in the mind of the expector. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't control anyone's expectations. The Where I totally forgive him to encourage it is when you come to my show.: Yeah yeah okay. but if you ran to be on the street or in a shop, um, it's possible that I'm in the mood or something funny <laughs> struck me to say, but I don't feel a pressure to be a comedian 24/7.: yeah. Fair enough, yeah. because that's something you kind of you do feel that like maybe you should be like your first couple of years. If you still can keep any of your friends after those two years, then you start to calm down a little bit <laughs> and you just realize, I'm a guy, I'm a person, I'm a human walking around, doing stuff, and then I go and do this job where I try to make people laugh. And just like anyone, got you know, might be in a funny mood or you know, whatever. For whatever reason, I'm in a great mood or I'm clowning around. Uh, but just like with anyone.
1: Now, as you're aware, when your first time you came to Australia, you would have heard about this game called AFL, and I'm sure you would have gone, what the hell is this? But one of your mates has definitely got you to barrack for a certain team. So who's Ars Barker barracking for these days?
2: Oh well, whoever that awesome Perth team is, that's, doesn't like that doesn't <laughs> no. matter. There's the two teams over
1: here. There's the West Coast Eagles and the Fremantle Dockers. Ash.
2: Well, I do a hybrid banking scheme. Yeah, where, um,
1: <laughs> just barrack for the I, team that's winning in the moment. I mean,
0: yeah, Andrew no, no, and to be honest, the Eagles, I'm, so. I'm, I'm I'm a little bit
2: um, unimpressive when it comes to sport. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> All right. I just want people to be happy. So, like if you know, whoever's uh, winning, good on them. You know, I'm happy for them. <laughs> yeah. but that's not. I've never really been a massive sport fan. So yeah, I right. Okay, fair no, enough. That's okay. Are, you, are, your, are your teams doing well
0: though? Well, I haven't started the, f- the season yet. One
1: team's doing really well: the Fremantle Dockers, the West Coast Eagles. Not so, not so good at the moment. Ash, that's the yeah. team that I played for. But when I played for them, they were going very well. <laughs> well,
2: course. my thing is like I like real eagles. So I was in California <laughs> a month and a half ago, and i I, I. I, I unknowingly snapped a photo of two bald eagles having a conversation oh, in yeah. the sky and uh, that's the, actually <laughs> the top photo on my instagram right oh, there now you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually in the like proper eagles but anyway so i'll, I'll back the eagles and in, in the in the, the uh who are the other guys the doc- the dockers 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i'm yeah. down with both teams you know like yeah if anyone wants
0: to come to my show based on that, <laughs> definitely I'm down yeah. with it. That's it. Well, hey, um, your show, The Best of Arge Bucket Power of Hour, is your best jokes from over the last 30 years. It would be like watching, you know, a highlight reel of you playing uh for West Coast. The best off you're in. The best of yes. all your goals, all the your marks, best all your tackles. Of yeah, you're guaranteed to get laughs. That is for damn sure. It's gonna be amazing. Um, so you've basically just jam packed all your best jokes into one hour, Arch.
2: Yeah, it's sort of what's my favorite bits, and you know, an hour's not long enough to be honest. Yeah, after been doing that for you know, three decades of being a comedian, and I have jokes that I really I do to me, but also are you know, ones usually that work very well too. So it's a fun, it's a it, it works out for everyone. But um, yeah, I just tailored the hour just to my favorite bits, to, like my dream hour, really. Yeah, comedy that I want to show people, and um, it's it's actually. Uh, been one of my, I wasn't sure if you some people wanted to see, but it's been one of my most successful tours. And I don't know, just everyone was a blast because people that have seen me before, they come along and they, you know, people don't remember everything you've done nor have they seen everything you've done. So they're seeing a lot of stuff for the first time or seeing jokes they have absolutely no recollection of. And then they bring friends that have never been and they're getting like the best that I can offer. So it's really, I mean, it's, it's a blast, and I, I wouldn't say I wish I did it earlier because I'm glad I waited this long to do this. Yeah, because uh, I have more to choose from to make a better show. And it's called the—you called it the Hour of Power, which I do like.
0: Power hour. It's
2: just the Power Hour. Power
0: call hour. it that if you prefer. I mm. thought I did say power hour. Did I not? Yeah, I think you said, said the said. power of hour. Yeah, power oh, did I? Hour, hours yeah. are powerful. Mm. Ah. There's 24, there's
1: only 24 <laughs> minutes, Yeah. yeah. Well, right. we call our show Arj Rush Hour, but it goes for two hours, so maybe you can help us some. I don't know Not a name.
0: Yeah. rush. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, the best of Arj Barker, Power Hour. is playing at the Regal Theatre on March 10 and 11. Get your tickets from Ticket Tech or give us a buzz right now. I've got a double pass up We've for grabs. We've got a double pass to give away. One triple three five three if you want to head along to Arj Barker on us. Thank you so much for joining us and uh good luck. We look forward to no, seeing it's you great in chatting.
1: action. Thanks, Arj. I'll see you down at the Regal Theatre. Sounds good, buddy. Can't you wait. All the best.
0: Catch ya. Pretty much
2: in arguably one of the most beautiful venues in this country and especially in, in Perth. So yeah, Subi. See you go down there. Good yeah, it's ya. a good
1: spot. We're not too far away, Al, so if you make you wanna pop in and say good day, um uh, feel free. Excellent. Good on you, mate. All the best, Ash. We can (laughs) talk Eagles all day long. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Take care now. Thanks so much. All the best. Bye.